Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Welcome to the new financial year, my friends. I love a new financial year, a fresh start, a blank page. There's opportunity everywhere, even more so in July, the first month of the new year. Now, whilst everything seems fresh and exciting, there is now a lot of work to do when it comes to ensuring that the year goes as planned. And whilst we may have set in place various budgets or forecasts prior to this time, what we now have under our belts is so much more informative for the year ahead. And that is the year that's just been. Right now, we have the closest information available to us that may help us shape the new year ahead and determine what impact we can have at achieving our goals. More often than not, many business owners set out putting their budgets and forecasts together around the Feb-March period. And yes, this is perfect timing. But it also leaves us a little short on the April to June results on which we can build a more informed budget or forecast. It's usually this point that we reflect upon the year prior for these results, or we just take the percentage increase approach to devising our plan. Again, another valid strategy. After all, it's all we have at the time. So in my experience, whilst we package our results up in a well-informed budget, we know there will be some gaps in some areas and we head into a July with a feeling of the unknown. It's a strange concept, but something that a lot of business owners feel during this time. It's one of the reasons business owners don't even go through the process of setting budgets and forecasts for the year ahead in the first place. The common response being that the reality is that come July, things just seem to change anyway. Whilst there is some truth to this, planning and budgeting should still be made a priority. But I'm not here today to talk about that. I'm here to talk about how a full year's worth of financial information can be used to create a new year of success. And it's not just about adding a percentage growth rate. Whilst that may be part of the strategy, the problem I often see with this approach is that many forget that once they've added the growth rate to the revenue side of their business, they neglect to revise expenses in line with the additional costs that it may or may not take to achieve that growth in revenue. Whilst I can appreciate that not all revenue growth comes with increased expenses, more often than not, it actually does. So just going into this strategy, focusing on the revenue portion can often return errors in the results. And this has the obvious flow on impact into the net profit figure that has been forecasted and therefore can bring business owners full circle into thinking that setting a budget is futile when their results don't actually come back as they had anticipated leading once again to fewer business owners trusting in the budgeting or forecasting process. To eliminate this, it is important to start to understand 
the financial information throughout the year and how it can work to develop a more cohesive forecast for your future. To do this, you need to turn to the direct relationship between your revenue and your expenses. This sounds obvious enough, but in actual fact, it often isn't examined correctly to make more informed and correct decisions in this forecasting space. You see, every investment of cash, every expense in your business, must have a direct correlation to the return of revenue in your business. Now, I'm not talking about these direct costs that I've referred to in the past. I'm talking about every every choice you make about spending money in your business has to come back to earning revenue at some point. And if that relationship isn't known already or obvious to you, this is the point at which you should spend the time reflecting on whether the expense was actually relevant in the first place. And what better information to tell you this than the actualized information from the financial year that just happened, that immediately precedes the one you're about to head into. You see, whilst each year is different, the last financial year has the closest related information about how you're currently operating your business that can provide you with the most valuable information about how it will continue to operate into your new financial year. You see, while some of the revenue numbers or even streams may alter from year to year, very rarely do the operational aspects change just as quickly. Like location and utilities, like staffing and staffing obligations, even the process it takes to get your products and services ready for sale. But you know what? Even more so, here you have a 12-month window into the trends of your business, whether they be seasonal trends or whether or not you uncover other types of trends like buyer patterns or stock movements, for example. It's here in this information that you can create the next steps for your business. So why do we find ourselves constantly just wanting to validate our year by one number, the net profit. Yeah, sure, we can be happy to say that through a series of events and decisions, we were able to either ensure that our revenue exceeded our costs and we made a profit, or that expenses exceeded our revenue and we made a loss. So what? The question is, what do you do with that information? And what do you take from it? When a profit is made, is it just business as usual with a 5% increase? Or a loss, do we scurry and try and turn that around as quickly as we can with little respect for a strategy to do so? In other words, do we just cut our losses and move on? What do you do? Do you challenge each component, decision, series of choices that created that result? Do you actually own them as a business owner? Or is it one of those things that you kind of just suggest just happened and it just was just snowballed? But the real question is, 
Do you then use this information to restructure, re-strategize and create the step-by-step plan to ensure you achieve what you wanted to? Oh, and, and do you do it regularly? Do you ask yourself those questions? Do you do that review? Do you use that information and do that review regularly? Like now, for example, this fresh start, this blank page, this clean slate. Are you taking July in your strides or are you using the information you have at your fingertips appropriately? Starting the year with purpose in every decision you make will guarantee outcomes that you desire. And whilst not every decision will create an ultimate result, if it's not connected correctly, it still should provide you with enough information about that process that you went down, the choice that you made, the investment that you put into that decision, and about the strategy that you can now use to understand why the result was the result. You'll also understand how it will play out next time and the next time. And you can use that information consistently to make better decisions and have better outcomes. So here in July, you have details of the choices made on strategies and decisions that you actually just made very recently, the last financial year. You have the insight you need to go forth into this next phase or this new financial year. And you can couple this information up with the forecasting and budgeting you've previously put into place. Because whilst you have more information now that the whole year has been done, than perhaps when you were going through and putting your budget or your plan into place, the plan or the forecast that you did still is relevant. It may just needs to be a little more flexible. If the actualized results from the year just gone created a different outcome than you anticipated. The point is, looking just at the net profit won't be enough to sustain long-term successes in your business. There is so much more that you need to know from the numbers in your business. And whilst it's easier to move on and think, well, it's just too hard, be sure to learn something from what you have right in front of you. And perhaps the strategy here is to just go small first. Select an area of your business you really want to know more about. Choose the numbers and reports that you have available, know where to find the information that you need, and work out how to capture what you want to see from that information, what you want to know about that area of your business. But most importantly, don't be too hard on yourself. Experiment a little with these numbers. Experiment with understanding where to find the right information and even experiment with what it is you want to know because that's going to evolve. That will continue to evolve. Be sure to link it back to some sort of measurement that you want around this area of your business and then ensure that the core aspect of what you're trying to understand is present in the questions that you're asking, in the results that you're getting. But continue to challenge it. Be consistent. Continue to challenge it. Look at what happened in this area of your business last year and the power of that information. 
break apart how the decisions that you made or the strategies that you implemented created the outcome that actualized for that year. Have a good deep dive into what it was that you tried to achieve, how you went about trying to achieve it, and then what was the result of what inputs, outputs, effort, strategy, plan, tasks that you put into that part of your business and work out how those components, every one of them, actually creates the outcome that came about then. And here's the powerful part. Use this learning to either adopt the same strategy if it worked for you or choose the bits that didn't and review and revise and go again because the answers will be there for you every single time. This stuff, this boring shit is just as important as all the other analysis you do for stock reviews, advertising campaigns, and staffing. Whilst it's not as sexy, whilst it's not as fun, whilst it doesn't seem to provide you with the same sort of decision-making as the rest of that sexy stuff in your business, you just actually need to see it as a priority. You need to understand that it should be a priority. And when you make it a priority, you'll see that you'll start to get somewhere with it. But you've got to start somewhere. Just start small. Use the information that you have. It's so powerful, the year that's just gone. And I promise you that you will love the fallout of learning something new like this in your business. I know I sound really nerdy saying that. I'm I'm hearing the words come out of my mouth just as you are. But the reality of the situation is that it's so powerful. And the minute you start to learn that, even in the smallest way, you'll see how things will change. So I say onwards and upwards and bring on 2022. Let's make it count. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.